Hello, everyone. This is Kingdom Empowerment Inc. Radio. Thank God we are here once again. And we hope everyone is doing well this morning. Hallelujah. So today we have our Kingdom Key Spiritual and Body Series. And we have a brand new topic. 
God gives what is good, an abundant life has given us everything that is good. Hallelujah. I have some scriptures just below it, and I hope that will also help. We'll be going through some of those scriptures and see what God will teach us today. So let us know that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we rejoice and be glad in it. You know, we have a thief that is going about trying to steal our life, trying to steal all that belongs to us and try to redistribute it to the people that uh, uh, fully trust in him. He's a thief. So he's a thief that is coming to steal and uh, to kill and to destroy the people of God. That is Satan. But uh, we thank God that God, uh, Lord Jesus, has come to give us life and to give us life abundantly. Hallelujah. So we are going to be looking through the Word of God. And uh, we have uh, Isaiah 65 that we are going to be going through. So... So let's read from uh, let's read from Isaiah 55 from verse one to to three. Then we will talk about that. Yes. Good morning, listeners, and we hope you had a wonderful night wherever you are. And um, we just want to thank God for this morning. It's a beautiful day, wonderful day. No matter what challenges we are going through, we know that. Our great God is with us, and he promised that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And every promise you have to hold on it, because he's not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man to repent. So we are grateful for this morning as we read Isaiah 55. I'm reading from New King James. Ho, everyone who thirst, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come by and eat. Yes. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Um, Verse 2. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Verse 3 said, incline your ear. And come to me here, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. <clears throat> the sure masses of David. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. So we are on Isaiah 55, and uh, we just read from verse 1 to 3. So that is... Uh, New King James Version, right? Yes. And also, we have a different translation which you can use. But I see here that ho, you wonder what is that? Ho is like an exclamation, like oh, ah, alas, ho, or woe. That is the, the Greek meaning. Okay, so 
uh, I mean, the Hebrew meaning of the word ho, uh, like uh, exclamation, oh, ah, uh, alas, whoa. Okay? So I hope that is clear. And when you go to some other translation, they have uh, entirely removed it. Uh, it's like um, it's, it, it, it's not adding to what it's about to say, or, or maybe there's no connection. Okay? So we are seeing that everyone text. He said, everyone who tests, there's no one that will not test. So once a while, or sometime today, we are going to be testing. And we are going to be what? Testing for waters. And we test for water specifically. And they try to give you maybe other things to to augment for that test. They they might offer Sprite, offer Coke, offer wine, but that is not exactly what you need. But we need water. So that is why we need to wait and we need to listen. So everyone who is thirsty come to the waters. When you come to the waters, then the test will quench. Now, these are spiritual truths. Uh, spiritual truths need spiritual understanding, like uh, uh, the wisdom of God. So it's quite different from a natural man or a carnal man. Okay? I hope you know the difference between a natural man and a carnal man. Okay? So this is quite different from reading this and being able to understand it carnally or naturally. You won't be under, you won't be able to understand the spiritual truths behind it. <clears throat> now these are spiritual stuffs. Now when you go to the next uh phrase, it said Ho oh, everyone that tested, come ye to the waters. This is uh the uh King James Version. He said, Come ye to the waters, and he that had no money, come ye, buy and eat. It's, you and I know that when you go to the market to buy food or any store to buy things for yourself, daily stuff, you go there with money, or at least a credit card, or anything that will show a proof that you are going to pay for that product. But the word of God is telling us here. He said, come here, buy and what? Eat. He that had no money. You see? So it does not add up. It does not make sense. So to the natural man or to a spiritual man, I mean to a carnal man, it does not make any sense that we are being called to come, to come and buy, and to uh, eat. Now, let us remember that Isaiah is addressing the covenant nation, the people 
who respond to God. But they will be the means for bringing the same message of God's salvation to the nations. Now, when we are talking about uh, test, we are talking about waters, these are all symbolism, and they are all metaphors, like a figure of speech. So, for example, to test is a metaphor for desiring what satisfies a person's spirit. You see, there are things that are going to satisfy our spirit. Things like the Word of God. You see, things like the Word of God. So when you also see water, water is a metaphor for the enjoyment of salvation in God, like the Spirit. So we also see wine and milk. They are symbols of complete satisfaction. Milk will always give us life. And wine is like the Word of God which we always need to be filled with the Word of God. Hallelujah. So we see not only does God's salvation supply what is necessary for life, but it also provides what brings joy. It says, you who have no money, buy. And now this expresses the salvation that cannot be bought. You see, we come to Jesus today to give our lives to him. And when he, we are saved, we don't offer any price. No one can ever pay for the salvation we have received. We cannot pay it. And yet, we all come to him for salvation. And we receive salvation. We are saved. We are delivered. We are blessed. It's a freely we receive and freely we will also give. So no one can ever pay for what we have received. And that is the reason why salvation is for everybody. Whether we are poor, whether we are rich, whether we have no money, doesn't care about where we come from, doesn't care about whatever we have done. We just discussed it not, not long ago. There was a lady that um, did so many bad stuff. Bad. We talk of bad, bad. And I said, it's just like uh, Paul. Paul said he was the chief uh, sinner. But the Lord does not care whether we are chief sinner or small sinner, but salvation has been paid for for everyone yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So all we need to do is to come to him. He said, come to the water. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and make without what money. He stress it again. You see, twice it stressed no money. Salvation does not require money. You know, the Lord is so good because he's not a man. 
You see, if this was, this, this is a proof that this word of God is really from him. You know, if, if this was con, con, uh, cunningly devised uh, word of God, there will be money somewhere. They, they will say, oh, if you don't have money, you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't get salvation. You cannot, you cannot go to heaven. You see, but uh, it's not from man. You see, if it was from man, they would put it there. You see, so for some of us who try to disprove the word of God and say, is this, is that, that alone prove that this is from, this is really from, the, this is really from God. Because uh, no one can ever pay for uh, what God has done for us. And if anyone telling you to pay, it's not offering you the truth. You know, it is the truth that is going to set us free. So if anyone is telling you you have to pay this, you have to pay that by one thing or the other before you are saved, it's not teaching you the true meaning of salvation. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's a good word, a good teaching. Yes, um, our God is an amazing God, and we cannot even try to express ourselves because, um, let me just go read quickly uh, Revelation, um, just to uh, continue what my husband was saying. Um, Revelation... Just a minute. Uh, uh, Revelation uh, 6, Revelation 21, um, chapter 21, verse 6. And he further said to me, it's done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end to, to the first. I myself, he's saying, like, I myself will give water without a price from the fountain of the water of life. And that is Isaiah 55. But I just read Revelation to emphasize on what he's saying. He says, you know, he's the Alpha, he's the Omega. So whatever you are seeking in this life, whatever talent that you have, He's the one who has given it to you. And he's the one who can nourish it. He's the one who can complete it. Amen? Mm. So that's why he's telling us in Isaiah 51 that, uh, you know, he's everything that we need. And, you know, you know how he, he he speaks, and if you read verse seven, he says, "He who is victorious shall inherit all these things, and I will be God to him, and he shall be my son." Hallelujah! The struggle is over if we understand what he's telling us here in Isaiah fifty-five. Who oh, everyone who thirst come to the waters, and you who have no money. Come, buy, and eat. He's, because he's the Alpha and Omega, 
He has everything in him. So all he's asking us here, surrender and I'll give you what you need for life. But most of us, we are, we are struggling. Uh, let me first make money, then I'll serve God. Mm-hmm. But he's saying that I am the Alpha and Omega. You know, yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Because he's the one who created everything. You don't need, like my husband was saying, you don't need to, for salvation, you don't need to have money. You don't, you don't need to be perfect. Like the young girl you were talking about who was Satanist and she became a Christian. When she started being delivered, she said, I was serving the devil with all, with everything. So who's this Jesus? How do I find him? So wherever we are now, it is surrendering to what? To our God. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He has the plan for you and for me. Already set up for us divinely to step into what he has for us. And the success will come. We are not succeeding because we are doing things on our own. But God help us as we study to know that because we are all looking for wine and milk, right, for survival. Most of us are looking for food, for upkeep every day. But he says, you come, don't, you don't have to buy. In other words, what you need that is most important. Because when you have my wisdom, you, the money will come. So you have, you need the wisdom of God first. Hallelujah. Praise God. So here, let's continue teaching. Hallelujah. So we see here that uh, these are spiritual truths. Now, if we uh, add to what she just said, so if we now look at the book of John chapter 7, the book of John chapter 7. Now, the Lord was talking about the promised Holy Spirit. Now, let's remind ourselves that Isaiah was prophesying. Now, he's talking about what's going to happen. Now, when you look at the, the uh, to be test, like I said before, these are uh, spiritual truths. Uh, as a spiritual Man, we need to be able to discern spiritual truth spiritually, because when you when we go to uh, uh, when when we uh, see things like this, we should be able to understand what is what is saying. Now, when you look at the book of John, chapter seven, from verse thirty-seven, now Jesus was speaking. He said. He said, on the last day, that great day of of the feast. So I'm reading from uh, uh, New King James. Now, uh, chapter 7. So he said, on the last day, that is from verse 37 now. He said, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, if anyone tests, let him come to me and drink. See, come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now, verse 39 says, 
But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom whom those believing will receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Meaning he, has, he hasn't died, and he has not been rose from the dead. So these are spiritual truths. So when we, when we come to him, you are not coming to any man. You are coming to him. You are coming to our Lord and Savior. And drink. He said, he who believes in me will drink. So there is a well of water in our Lord Jesus. You see, there are so many of us, my dear brother, my dear sister, that all we need is just Christ. And oftentimes, we try to fill it with other things. We try to fill it with money. We try to fill it with women. We try to fill it with food. There are so many of us are just eating, eating, eating. And um, what are we doing? We are feeding the body. Then, you know, we are composed uh, of three parts. We have the uh, spirit, we have the soul, we have uh, the spirit. I think I talked about it about three or four weeks ago. And what we should be feeding more is the spirit. And most of the times, uh, many of us are busy feeding the body. And why why do I say that it's the spirit we need to feed more? Because it's the spirit that we actually determine how we operate, how our life will be, how we will prosper. The spirit is the one actually carrying us. And yet, if we minimize the spirit, you can imagine what the body will be dictating. First and foremost, the body, which is the flesh, always lost after the spirit. The, the spirit always lost after uh, after the body. Two of them don't agree. They are contrary to one another. So they don't do what the, the body doesn't do what the spirit does because they are contrary to one another. So do you find that the spirit wants to pray? He wants to uh, give. He wants to bless. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. But the body is carnal. The body, uh, the, the body wants to uh, sleep. Doesn't want to pray. The body wants to cause. Just contrary. The the body is angry. You see, so we we see all these things happening, and we cannot explain it. Okay, I may not have explained it correctly, but you understand what I'm going. I'm saying that we need to take care of our spirit more than the body. Okay, so we see here that we come to Him and drink. He said, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his, some scriptures say, out of his belly. He said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. I hope you know that the Lord is so much caring about our hearts. 
cares more about our heart. He cares about our physical, uh, our physical stature. He cares about how we look. He cares about how we are uh, upbringing. He cares about our body. But the Lord is looking at the heart. First Samuel chapter sixteen verse seven. He said, "But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or on the height of his stature. That is his physical stature." That is what that is how we look. So we look at man and say, Oh yeah, this this should be the king. This, this should fit into the position. Because he's handsome, he's tall, he's, he's this color, is that. So he should fit well with this position. And and most of the times we don't see into the heart. We don't see the motives in his heart. You see, but God is looking at the heart. He said, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looked looketh on the heart. So the Lord looks on your heart and he looks on my heart. Now let me let me show you an example of that in uh in the book of Acts. Okay. The book of Acts. Hallelujah. The book of Acts, chapter chapter one, I guess. So chapter one, okay. So this was before the spirit, the the, the you know they were told to go and wait, and uh, for the coming of the Holy Spirit. So before then, let's see what they were doing. This was when they were proposing to elect a replacement for Judas. Okay, verse twenty-three. That is Acts chapter 1, verse 23. Okay? Acts chapter 1, verse 23. Okay? It, it says, And they proposed to Joseph called Basabas. Okay? Who were surnamed Justus. And Matthias. Okay? Look at what I, I'm talking about. Okay? Verse 24. And they prayed and said, you, O Lord, who know the heart of all, so which of these two you have chosen? The heart of us all. You see? He said, You, O Lord, who know the heart of all, so which of these two you have chosen to take part in the ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression for the same way he's, the Lord is doing for every one of us today. This is not just uh, written here just to uh, tell us this is how they choose uh, Matthias to replace uh, a Judas. No, this is how he chose. The Lord is looking at your heart, looking at my heart, and he's saying, look, we are looking at the actual appearance. Most of the time, we are looking at the eloquency. We are looking at uh, how this person flow in language, how uh, I, I, I can hear his, his accent or I can understand this and that. But the Lord is looking at the heart. I might be flowing uh, in eloquency or whatever we call it, but my heart is dark. 
I have material motives. This is what I want to achieve. That's why I'm speaking eloquently, uh, smooth tongue, appearance is perfect. But in my heart, it's just different. It's not, it's not with the Lord. But the Lord is looking at the heart, looking at your heart, looking at my heart. Is this heart yearning for the word of God? Is this heart yearning for me? Is this heart yearning? Is this aching me? Is it hungry for me? Is thirsty for me? That's what he's looking at. Hallelujah. Talking to the remnant of Israel, talking to them. Come to me. Don't wander away. Don't don't worry yourself about the things of this world. Don't worry about water. Don't worry about food. Don't worry about bread. Come to me. Buy and eat. Hallelujah. Most of the times, we don't get it. Now, to those of us who are filled with foolishness, this is foolishness. Many times I've read this chapter, it does not make sense. Let's read it again, Isaiah 55. It said, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. This is impossible. You have no money, but it's telling you, come and buy and eat. Who's going to offer you something when you have no money? They will call the police, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> they will call police. He said, you come, you have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come. He said it again. He said, yes. As if I, 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 maybe I, I don't want to, uh, maybe I, uh, you don't know what I mean. So he's saying, yes, I said it. Come buy wine and make without money and without price there's no price for our salvation there is it's priceless you cannot pay for it i cannot pay for it it's priceless he said without money and without price come and buy and eat he said why do you spend for what is not bread what it's a question why do you spend for what is not bread? And many times we go on our way and we we devote all our time for uh, for the things that we wrought. We spend all our days just on our own day. Can you imagine? Uh, uh, like a, a typical day, we just like we woke up, we go to work, then we at at work, we are busy with our own working. But yeah, because you are working, you have to be faithful, you have to uh, serve what the uh, employer say we should do. So we should be busy with what the assignment is. So you see, throughout the day, there's no focus on him. Then when we come home, we are tired, you see. So when we are tired, we are not even doing anything that pertains to God. All we just do for some of us, watch TV, eat, and go to bed. Can you imagine a whole day? There's no relevant to him. There is no focus on him. 
There is no relationship to him, no fellowship, absolutely zero. You can imagine. It's yearning for us, looking, looking to see who's coming, who's coming, who's coming. He said, come unto me, all that labor. He said, come, come unto me. We labor, we walk, we do all these sort of things. Come, come. And 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 we always see that he, when he say come, we always see that uh, he's inviting us to come and mourn, to come and suffer, uh, no life, uh, <laughs> no hope, he's hopeless. Uh, he's inviting us to come and uh, suffer. No, no. Uh, enjoyment, but the Lord is saying that I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. So when we come to Him, we actually come into life, because in in the book of Colossians, chapter three, it says our life is rooted in Him. Our life is is engraved in Him. So when He release when he when he's out we are also out when he's revealed we are also revealed hallelujah hallelujah amen that's wonderful there's no way we can even break it it's only the holy spirit that can help us all of us uh because many times he's calling us but we are i think it's lack of knowledge lack of understanding but if he says, you know, come, um, uh, actually, let me read there also, uh, use the uh, amplified here, says, wait and listen. That's what he's saying. Wait and listen. Everyone who is just, who is not just, says, wait and listen. Everyone who is just, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come by and eat, you know. He's like, it's priceless. What I have, you can't put money on it. It's priceless. Because it's, uh, you know, like there are things of this world and there are things of, you know, the spiritual realm and the things that we see with our eyes, you know. So what he's talking about is the spiritual world. It's not what we see with our eyes and and you know the devil of course is very good at being uh um doing uh um duplicate what the world yeah. yeah so he gives us <laughs> our eyes is focused on them <coughs> excuse me our eyes is focused on the bread the milk and the things that we see and we feel like i cannot that's why it's hard to fast it's like i'm gonna die <laughs> I'm going to die right now if I don't eat something. But it's a lie. If you continue doing it, you can't die. But the devil will make it look like you have to die. You have to. And that's when you try to fast. That's the day when you are invited for dinner. (laughs) You are invited for lunch. Somebody wants to buy you lunch or somebody brings a good meal. But that's the trap of the enemy. The spiritual world is priceless. 
Not, I mean, there's a spiritual world of the devil too, but we are talking about God. Because he's the Alpha and he's the Omega. He created everything. And his soul wants so much, wants to impart all these things to us. You know, that's his promise. Like Jesus was saying, you know, <clears throat> what is his is mine. So hey, let us be, we are saying on this verse almost like one verse today, but it is so important. It is it's so priceless. And if we can get it, if we can really get it, get the revelation of what he's talking about, serving God is going to be more exciting. Serving God knowing that he is the owner, he is the beginning and he's the end. And his words are amen. You cannot add, you cannot subtract. I had a pastor, <clears throat> a pastor who was saying they were young, so they started serving God. You know, they wanted to go on the streets, they preach, they talk about God. And then as they were growing older, one of the friends said, you know what, I know we are cold, but I'm going to go to England so I can uh, uh, make money, so I can come and serve God. The other one said, okay. The other one stayed and uh, worked, uh, you know, stayed preaching and uh, serving God in, in every way. But now when uh, he said, so his friend after many years, now this other friend who stayed and served God, he's traveling around the world, he's ministering around the world, and the other one is still working. And um, he finally said, I know you are the one who found the truth. Can you help me? I need some finances. Even the money he went to look for, he didn't get it. And that's what we are doing, all of us, us included. We don't trust God when he says, come. Because when he gives us his wisdom, he gives us his under uh, revelation, we cannot lack. Because the, he has the secret of everything. He has the secret of everything. So we are asking that God that when he says we have to self-surrender, that's what he's saying, because he's already done everything. It is us to self-surrender and have faith in his word and know that his word never changes. Hallelujah. So that's our God. You know, uh, uh, like Isaiah, he was, he, 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 God was using the prophets. You know, they were his mouthpiece for God. And even this generation, we can be the mouthpiece of God. They were, he, all he wants us is to be his mouthpiece. So we are not speaking our own words. The devil likes words. He's like, what am I going to speak? What am I going to do? But he, he, all he wants us is just to allow <coughs> self-surrender and be his mouthpiece and speak his words to the people. And whatever he tells you, you tell people, you know. So uh, we have to submit. That's what he's talking about. We cannot achieve that when we haven't surrendered to fulfill uh, to fulfill God's uh, ordained mission. We have to surrender and we have to submit to the Lord and then our mouth will be concentrated to him. We'll speak what he wants us to speak. We will know what season. We will smile at somebody who needs a smile. We'll speak a word of wisdom to somebody who needs it at that moment. 
and we will prosper in every area because he's the milk. So if we surrender to him, can we starve? No. That's why he's telling us, why are we buying bread? Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your earning for what does not satisfy? Because we have all tried it. It doesn't satisfy. You can work. You can buy the biggest house. You can buy the biggest car or the most modern car. But most of the people are empty. It's empty, empty, until we find Jesus. Like this young girl, when she was delivered, the first thing she said, okay, where is this Jesus you're talking about? I want to know this Jesus. I want to serve him all the days of my life. And that's where we need to get. We know we have tried things in our own strength. We have done we have searched, we have looked for money, we have worked jobs, we have gone to school, and we are not satisfied. Our marriages are breaking. Our children are going wayward. The world is going crazy, and we don't have the answer. And whereas he wants us to be like Isaiah and all the rest, he wants us to be his mouthpiece. It's not, we don't have to worry what to speak. If we surrender ourselves, he will give us what to speak, and it will be a blessing to so many Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, when actually when he has told us to come, buy and eat, assuming we really want to really buy, can we actually buy? Everything, according to David, all that he had came from him, came from God. Everything. So we we actually don't own nothing. You can own what you are not created. Even the body we are living in is the owner of the of the body. Uh, We are like renting a vessel. mm -hmm. We are we are just a renting. renting. So Mm -hmm. this I was I was saying that these are spiritual truth. So it will restore spiritual understanding to understand all this. These are not just opening shown is is hidden. So we need to be able to apply spiritual understanding to understand all this spiritual truth. So we need to know that when he said, come to me, we come to him. He said, let me show you uh, uh, Matthew chapter 11. He said, come to me. That is Matthew chapter 11 from verse 28, 28. He said, come to me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see? So come to me, and and I will give you rest. We get rest when we come to the Lord. If we don't come to him, we don't get rest. We can wander on our way. We can go wherever we want. Uh, it's, it's up to us. But the offer is already there. He said, come to me, all you that labor. Like I described not long ago, we labor every day. For some of us, 9 to 5 or 9 to 6 or whatever, uh, or 6 to 6 or 12 hours, and we labor. And uh, we get worn out. And And still... We are hiding. We don't listen. You see, he said, verse 29 says, he said, take my yoke upon you 
and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is a promised rest to those who will come, those who will come to him. See, now when you when you read uh, when you read uh, 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 this, this is so interesting. When you go to Hebrew, okay, the book of Hebrew. See, uh, I didn't want to say this, but it just occurred to me that I should say. When you go to the book of Hebrew, chapter four, it was talking about rest, talking about rest and rest and rest. And uh, when you see Hebrew. Uh, Chapter four, Hebrew chapter four, from verse three. Um, just because of time, I have about twelve minutes left. He said, "For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he has said. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest." These are our forefathers who were just wandering on their own way. They do whatever they, they, they felt was right. Uh, uh, he called them stiff next um, because they never listened to him. They are every time complaining, complaining, murmuring. Uh, he give them water to drink. Oh, we need uh, meat. They get meat. We want garlic. We wish we have stayed in Egypt and all kind of syndrome, you see. So he swore in, in his wrath and said, these guys, they will never enter my rest. You see? So then he went on. He went on. Let's go to verse 8. He said, for if Joshua had given them rest. You know, Joshua, after Moses passed on, it was Joshua who fell in that gap. Uh, Joshua actually led them to the promised land. You see, now he's saying that if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not have, after all, have spoken of another day. Because Joshua did not actually give them rest. You see, going to the promised land was number one in the achievement of rest. It's not the actual rest. He's saying the actual rest he's talking about is coming to Jesus Christ. Believing on him, receiving him, then you will get the rest. See, taking the word of God as it is written, using that word of God, because the word of God is God. See, the word became flesh. So you have, we have to take the word of God as it is. Now, when you go to verse 14, it says, seeing then that we have a great high priest. That is Jesus Christ, our high priest. You see? Now we are coming to rest. You see? Then who has what? Passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God. You see? Come to rest to Jesus Christ. Come to me. You will find rest. Now, he said, let us hold fast. Yeah, let us hold fast to him. Our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, 
that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Mm. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? Powerful. So we come to rest when we receive our Lord Jesus Christ. So it's the only right rest. Hallelujah. So we don't have any of our money. All, all the money we have in the first case <laughs> is the owner of the thousand cattle on the thousand hill. Yeah. Is the owner of everything. Mm-hmm. So I might have it today, but I'm not taking it to anywhere. Nowhere. Does not go to anywhere. So my character on all that I have done may go somewhere. Okay? So, but all these things we always uh buy he said he said why he said he said wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread <laughs> see oftentimes we seek what is not bread and you and you and your labor for that which satisfied not hacking diligently unto me that is in my translation he said listen carefully to me that is don't be stubborn See, mm-hmm. just calm down. Listen. So oftentimes we are like so up out there, like so high. Can't when somebody try to talk to us, uh, we cannot. So high, but one day that high, that knee we bow down before him. Mm-hmm. So every knee we bow down, every tongue we confess that Jesus is Lord. He said, listen carefully to me and eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. See, incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. Without that, our soul will not live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our soul will not live. Praise God. You know, when you're talking about rest, and just reminded me, the life in the garden, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you yeah. think the original plan for us that he had for us, you know? And uh, and when you look at, oh, uh, I mean, we cannot read this whole thing, but I'm looking in, in chapter two, mm-hmm. uh, uh, life in the garden. It's like everything was there, everything. And that was the original plan. And I think we need to always learn to go back to the original plan of God. But uh, when you look uh, uh, in the garden, uh, I mean, there's rivers, there's gold, there's (laughs) all kinds of, you know, everything that we are, right now we are still searching. And, because we are so scattered, we cannot even find them. But in the garden where he, he, he had put us, everything was in the garden, you know. When you look in the life of the garden, and uh, in the cool, he used to come walking around with who? Mm-hmm. Walk with them in the evening. And that's what he's desiring. Why? He's like, like you said, we are all going to work and come home, and we are tired, we can't even read the word of God, we are so far from our God. Uh, so far from his plan, and he keeps telling us, you know, come, 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 come. But uh, just to read, uh, just go back 
and um, read that Genesis and see the plan, the original plan he had. When you look at the rivers there, uh, there is everything. Everything is in those, I mean, everything in the garden that was needed was there. And, um, but there, of course, came and lied to us. And also, uh, we just have to open our hearts and uh, to allow the word of God to speak in our hearts. Um, because the stubbornness, you know, the Bible says pride comes before fall. There's so much pride much pride that we don't even realize that it's pride. If we are not able to listen to someone else, if you are not able to to receive from someone else, those, those are all pride. And God is telling us, you know, I'm the Alpha and I'm the Omega. Everything you have, I will even give you, you think, it's just like, a, for example, like a little child, they ask maybe a piece of chocolate or candy and you buy it for them. And when you ask to share with it, they are hiding. They don't want. They won't. They don't want to give it to you. And it's the same thing. So we have to learn to. If God gives us, we are blessed. We have money. We also have to be able to to bless others. We are just a channel. We are. We, we are just. He's making us a channel to 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 let things go through our hands because nothing belongs to anyone. Everything belongs to Him. So. Uh, I, uh, as we are studying this uh, this verse, I mean, uh, we can just, um, uh, I mean, the, the whole Bible, yeah, and then there are verses that confirm all these things, like uh, when you look at uh, the way of the righteous and the end of the ungodly, I'm sure in your life you have seen people, you know, uh, let me just read quickly this one. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is the law of the Lord. And his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a what? Like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. I mean, there are so many verses that you can go when we really depend on him because he has the plan, like Jeremiah tells us. He, he has everything that we need. That help us, help me, help each of us, the listener, that we should not struggle on our own. It's no, we will not succeed. We cannot succeed until we surrender, until we allow him to to uh, to be what he created us. That's what he his desires. Because each of us he has a plan for us and he has he wants us to fulfill our plans. Help us to look at the legacy that we live, not our own. Amen. Hallelujah. My dear brother, my dear sister, I hope you are See, we we have seen that God gives what is good. God gives us life. God gives us abundant life. God blesses us. God wants us to prosper. It it pleases Him when we prosper, when we are doing good, when we are healthy, when everything is going well with us, when we 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 are happy, we are joyful. It makes Him happy. You see when. When when we begin to think contrary, then it, 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 we are going against its own nature. 
against his own character. It is the devil that tried to give us all this headache, tried to give us uh, sickness, trying to make us angry and all that. It's the devil. So we need to renew our minds and we need to come to him. We need to come to true rest by coming to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We we thank God for today. And that's all we have today for for us. And God bless you and keep you in Christ Jesus till we meet again. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>